Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up this morning with Steve Swatton, who is the CEO of K2 Gold, part of the Discovery Group of Companies. Some great results out this morning. If you want our opinion on the conversation, uh, their plans for next year, and the company itself, you can get that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Where you can also find detailed company reports, commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. There are training videos. There are summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you a bit of time. And of course, there is a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a safe environment. So go along now and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Steve, how are you doing, sir? Good, thanks, Matt. Yep, great. Good to speak to you. We spoke back in June, heard your story then. It was just uh, just kicking off. And then today, we saw a rather nice press release. You must be pleased. Yeah, very pleased. I mean, we weren't expecting numbers quite uh, this good. I mean, uh, we were looking for something in the lines of what BHP had drilled in the past and maybe Newmont. But yeah, we have three to four times uh, better than the results that we had then. So yeah, no, we're very pleased. It's only the third hole. We've done three holes out of 17. So it's early days. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very happy with the results. Uh, you know, when you got 87 meters of... Um, Four grams. You can't snooze at that in a not too many people you know, would high level like Well, yeah. just just on that. So, so just, I mean, we'll put the link to the press release below if people haven't seen it. But um, we, you weren't expecting that, were you? No, we were expecting something a little less. Uh, we were expecting about two gram level. Um, to be honest with you, when we were drilling it, though, we could see that the drillers were having some issues with the, the bedrock conditions. It was very hard, which meant it's slicified, which is something we we're looking for. There was a lot of fracturing going on. In fact, there was even some uh, um, some voids in the in the ground, which was causing them problems. So we knew that it was an area which had undergone some activity. But yeah, we didn't see any BG in the rock, and uh, but it certainly had all the alteration products that we were looking for. So we were quietly optimistic that there was something going to be here, but. Look, we got uh, quite a few more holes with the same type of material, so you know we'll be anxiously awaiting for those. I bet you yeah. are, because I mean you've had a number of companies in there drilling, testing. You know the, the great bears, the BHPs, Newmont, as you say. Um, they haven't had this level of success. Have you just got lucky, or is this unusual? Because eighty-seven meters at four grams is is quite exceptional. Well, I'll be I'll be frank with you. Um, BHP. Put a drill, uh, put a trench in, and it was uh, 40 meters of four grams. So we kind of were lucky enough that when we inherited this drill program, we could drill underneath that area. And this is what you're seeing here. So what we think is a, a plunging shoot of high-grade mineralization between two faults, and we're going to get a lot of these. This is tends to what happened when you got the faults. You have uh, these um, on echelon sort of zones which are higher grade. And yes, we think the average grade. I'm not sure if it's going to continue with these sort of high levels, but I'm very encouraged because we have some Carlin-type affinities as well. So it's high-level thermal gold, which is good in itself. But some of the um, some of the some of the uh, trace element material that we have in there, the the minerals that go with it, seems to suggest we have Carlin style. And the, there's a subtype which is a Chinese subtype Carlin, and it's it, it, it's one of the highest grade gold deposits that you can find. So look, it's early days, but that's the model we're going for at the moment. 
Right, so you, you've got another 14 of these to come out. So are they, so when you say another 14, yeah. to drill or are in us, uh, in uh, the lab? No, they're in the labs right now. And right. We managed to get our uh, sample to the front of the line. Um, so we're expecting a sort of continual uh, run of them over the next few weeks. So, yeah, and we also did a, an exploration program where we were there. On the western side of where we're drilling, uh, we noticed there was a lot of alteration come up on World U3, which is satellite-borne imagery. And it's, 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 quite a, it's a large area. It's about three kilometers by one kilometer. And we sent a bunch of prospectors in there, and they actually found old 1912 claims in there, you know, with the, with the bits of paper and everything. They took a bunch. So we got 420-odd samples from this area, which we're going to be also you know, putting out the, the results from over the next few weeks. So I think we'll have continual news flow from now until through January. Okay. Now, just the area that you're in, there's a, there's a few other big names in there, but, you know, Mojave Project is in California. I mean, how are the locals finding your presence? The local town are very, I would say, are supportive. The business owners are definitely behind us. It's very much a, um, a state which was... Um, their heyday was when the farming and the mining were very active in the 60s and 70s. And then as a result of the Death Valley National Park, which carved out a bunch of the ground and um, L.A. basically took their water, you know, they, they siphoned it off and sent it to L.A. They've been left with a, a sort of a tourist based industry, which is pretty low paid jobs. And so this would be seen as a nice alternative to the current situation where they're almost entirely reliant on the tourism and it's passing through tourism. It's not, it's not a whole not, lot of people actually staying there and, and spending time in the mountains around there. They're on their way to somewhere else. So it's, it's fast food restaurants. It's, it's pumping gas. So yeah, and we, we've made some good inroads with the local business um, leaders in, there's only 1800 people live there. And I would say I've probably spoken to every one of them now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Talk to me, because people think about California as a, a very difficult uh, state to operate in. Yeah. So how many operators are actually there and working? Well, there's about, about four or five. Equinox would be the main one that most people have heard of. And they just started pouring gold, I think it was uh, last month. And um, look, California obviously was the origin of the gold rush. The gold is still there. And you're absolutely right. I mean, it's not the easiest jurisdiction to be in, but the rules are pretty straightforward. If you adhere to the rules from the BLM, and we're on BLM land, you will get what you want done because the, the law is the law. It's, it's a bit unlike other places in the world where they seem to change it halfway along to suit themselves. It is what it is. And unless the law is actually changed by the United States, we will have the right to continue exploration and go through. The only impediment would be there's always the odd tractor coming in and sort of uh, making your life difficult. But no, we have a schedule. We've now going to submit for a phase two program, which will be 30 sites. At the moment, we drill from four sites. We're going to put in 30 sites. And uh, we're submitting that document next week. The BLM have 30 days to turn it around. And then there'll be public comment. And so we're hoping to be drilling early, mid next year, uh, with a much larger program. Okay. And you've got slightly less than two million bucks in the bank. So how are you going to do it? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we don't need to be a rocket scientist to work that one out, right? We, uh, yeah, we'll be looking to raise some more money than that. Um, it's 
I think with results like this, I, I don't think we'll have a shortage of people offering us money. We'll just have to see with this current sort of falling gold market that we got where, where the price ends up. And um, the, we, um, we're pretty optimistic that we will be able to follow through on the second phase with a sizable program that makes sense. There's not too many assets like this sitting undeveloped. If this was in Nevada, there'd be already mined out or it would already be at least explored to hell. But what we're dealing with here is um, probably one of the best discoveries in the Southwest US in the last 10 years, I would argue. So even if, just want to understand sort of degree of confidence you have. So let, let's, let's say 87 meters at four grams is an outlier. Let's just say. At 1.2 to 1.5 grams, which you're hitting uh, on the other on the other two holes, you think that's a good number? You think you're going to be able to get interest to get financed off the back of that? Totally. If you can mine at Beatty just across the border in Nevada with a one to one and a half gram material, this is totally within the We're still four times higher than you need to actually make this work. Look, we're in a high level desert environment with no known environmental impediments. The tribal um, situation is one that we are engaging with the local tribes and we don't see any pushback that could cause us any real harm. I think, look, it's it's the new world we're living in, Matt. With the It doesn't matter where you are in the world, there's always going to be questions around you as a miner. But look, our defense in our defense, you have to mine somewhere in the world and the local people will decide whether we're going to be there. But with these grades and these potential tonnages, we know it's going to attract attention, not only of financiers, but also other mid-sized mining companies. Okay. You just want to remind people, you're part of the discovery group of companies. We speak to a few few of the players in that group. I mean, the team must be delighted for you, obviously. Um, are they going to get involved with this fundraising component with you? Or are you, you kind of comfortable that you're going to be able to manage this relatively easily? Yeah, we, we, we're all, you know, apart from this COVID situation, we're all pretty close. We all talk to each other quite a bit. I think, yeah, John Robbins and uh, the main characters behind the Discovery Group, Jim Paterson, who I think you spoke to recently, we, we'll be able to, to do it pretty in pretty short order. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of support. There was a lot of anticipation that we would have good numbers. I mean, I would have been very disappointed if we didn't. So everybody here is aware. I mean, this is like the third or so discovery. And you know, if you take uh, Great Bear, then you have um, uh, Discovery in BC, and then you have ours um, in, in California. That's three discoveries in one and a half years. So it's not a bad hitting, hitting ratio. No, it's a good group. It's a good group. We, we do think you've got a very strong team there, and I know that you work quite closely together. So it's just so it's really to remind people that you've got it's not just a small company. You've got the support of that team around you too. But, but, but at the end of the day, you're still 26 million bucks. You are going to have to raise some capital. You're you want to see the gold, the, the precious metal or gold, gold uh, price settle a bit before you have those discussions. So between now and uh, next year, we've got. Another 14 holes to come. And then what? Yeah, well, as of next week, we're going to be submitting for the 30-site program. And then we'll be raising money to support that program in the early new year, I'd imagine. Um, I think we're going to do um, a bottle roll test as well to make sure that we can get the recoveries that we want. 
And we'll also be doing further exploration around because, as I mentioned earlier, we did discover this area to the west of where we're drilling. And it's extremely, I would say, interesting that there's a whole bunch of old timers. And we did actually pan some gold from one of the streams up there, uh, old creeks. So we're encouraged that there will be more. Okay, I mean, you're sitting on quite a large land bank, and you've, apart from this sort of epithermal gold, I mean, is there anything else interesting that's cropping up as part of your exploration program? Yes, on the western side, um, it, I've mentioned it before. There's there's some in uh, there's some interest in maybe a copper porphyry style mineralization that BHP found. Now, if this is the case, it looks like we may have a porphyry copper on its side with the epithermal at the top which has some Carlin type affinities. We're not quite sure what that means, but at the moment we're taking it because it's high grade gold. But on the Western side, if there's a porphyry copper sitting there, uh, this is a whole district that we're talking about. It's not just an epithermal Carlin style deposit on its own. We've also got a Western side, which has some base metal potential as well. I mean, the old timers in the turn of the last century, they used to mine lead zinc and a minor amount of copper. On the western side, that was what brought people into the area. In fact, Cerro Gordo mine, which is north of us, was the largest uh, base metal mine in the uh, early 1900s, late 1800s. And that was actually the reason why LA became LA, was that was the port for this ore. So the district is, you know, it's got a long history of mining. And we're just, if you like, the southern apotheses of this whole mining district further to the north. So it's not out of the realms of, uh, of of our understanding that we could be sitting on something that is fairly significant in size in terms of a whole package of, of different mineralized rocks. Interesting. Okay. But for now, focus. Focus on the gold. Yeah. Get your money in. Expand your program, number of targets, and we'll see what 2021 brings you. Okay. Brilliant, Steve. Well, look, thanks very much yeah. for the update. It was, it was good, good to catch up with you. And it's been, it's been you know, five months or so. So things have um, really taken off for you. So well, congratulations. No, thanks very much, Matt. And uh, appreciate the call this morning. It's um, We'll have to see how we, we go, but uh, I can't say I could be any happier than I am right now. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.